Welcome back to Crossing the Jordan, everybody. This is an episode of Always More Wednesday, and we're talking about the Eucharist today. And specifically, we're actually going to be talking about the history of the denial of the Eucharist. Um, If you haven't listened to those episodes, I highly recommend to go back and listen to it. But as we have heard in those episodes, all the church fathers throughout the entire church history all were synonymous and agreed that the Eucharist is actually the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Um, there was uh, one instance in the year in the in the third century uh, theologian named Tertullian. He was accused of denying the Eucharist because he once said that um, that this is a the figure of my body when he was describing of what Jesus said at the Last Supper. But first, there's one thing to note is that Tertullian was not a, is not a church father. He was never ordained or canonized, and he actually died a heretic. <laughs> but Saying that the Lord's body and blood are communicated under the appearances, signs, or symbols of bread and wine is actually not false. But saying that it's only a figure or only an appearance, sign, or symbol, that's a problem. But that's not what Tertullian said. In fact, the very next sentence of Tertullian, he's writing to Marcion, who actually did not denied the incarnation of Jesus. He, say, he said this of Jesus, Jesus declared plainly enough what he meant by the bread when he called the bread his own body. He likewise, when mentioning the cup and making the New Testament to be sealed in his blood, affirms the reality of his body. And so as we can see, even this person, Tertullian of the third century, who is accused of denying the Eucharist, actually didn't deny the Eucharist for one. And then two, he actually died a heretic and was never a church father or ordained or anything. Um, but uh, the next person who actually did deny the Eucharist was a person named Baron Garius of Tours in the 11th century. So he denied any uh, the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, and he called it a mere sign and symbol, and that the bread must remain. But guess what? He actually recanted his heresy in the year 1079. So he denied it, and then came back and said, "Yeah, you're <laughs> you're right, Church." Jesus truly is body, blood, soul, and divinity present in the Eucharist and no more bread or no more wine is even there. It's all Jesus. And so, um, and then the next time that the Eucharist was denied at all was in the years of the Protestant evolution. So um, a lot of people think it's actually Martin Luther who is, who is behind denying the Eucharist, but it's actually the lesser known reformer, Ulrich Zwingli, and actually, Martin Luther himself challenged Zwingli over the real presence. There's a famous story that actually uh, recounts Luther carving into a table when he was arguing with Zwingli. To make his point, he carves right into the table, table this is my body. <laughs> so Zwingli actually became the theological forerunner of the Anabaptist movements, which was the first large-scale movement to deny the reality of all the sacraments. But so bizarre was that position that the Anabaptists were violently persecuted as heretics by, guess what? Protestants. So Jesus taught that communion was to be celebrated with his very body and blood. This occurs miraculously in the celebration of the Eucharist. The church affirmed the real presence of, the, of Christ in the Eucharist from the very beginning and had no serious challenges to that teaching for 1,500 years until a group identified as heretics by both Catholics and Protestants began to rise in popularity. So although many popular evangelical movements within Christianity today deny the truth of the sacraments except for baptism, the historical aberration of denying the reality of the Eucharist cannot be justified by scripture or tradition.